0: The Boogie Monster with Cal and Day Storm. The Boogie Monster Podcasting bada Unknown. What what, what what you got on that sandwich? You got like a mayonnaise? Dude,
1: Dukes? You got your beloved me- Dukes? Remember we were talking about <clears throat> just simple, simple recipes, three ingredients. I got uh, salami, Dukes mayo, and really good bakery fresh sourdough bread. Oh, boy.
0: That's a, a salami sandwich? That's all you need, man. Mmm. 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 I, I wouldn't even mess with the cheese on that. No, I don't. You could if I you wanted some... to, but I, you, it's unnecessary. for salami. Salami's such a uh, a showboat meat. <laughs> Would you agree? I agree. It's a real look at me kind of cold cut. Sorry, I'm moving stuff. Oh, man, right it's,
1: it's just layers of flavor.
0: Layers of flavor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm situating here. Sorry, sorry. We did, yeah, we did. We we did very little bullshitting before. We're just like, hey, what are you doing? Let's (laughs) record. Go for it. Kiss our asses. Um, Hell yeah, man! I like a good. I love a good sandwich. I I, I was telling you, I was making them fake meat. Those, like, I was making big hoagies out of all the different fake meats. Not the same, Mm -hmm. but it was. uh, it was something. I just hope that, uh, you know, because of eating it now, my estrogen levels are high enough that Bill Gates can uh, microchip me. So I'm a little scared. I'm a little frightened.
1: I haven't, I haven't been following that story too much. I know he's trying a, to microchip it's people. It's not a story. Yeah. What, is, is it true? What, what does he want to do?
0: I was just thinking about this. Like all the stuff we talk about for entertainment purposes was it's fun. And now there's Mm -hmm. like a president that believes like, no, it's not real. It's entertainment. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I looked at it all. I looked at it all as like professional wrestling. I know it's not real, but boy, what a a (laughs) great fun thing to follow. And Yeah. uh,
1: Uh, You know, uh, Trump admitted today that he's uh He's actively taking hydroxychloroquine.
0: Good, fucking die.
1: How hilarious would that be if this dumb fuck idiot killed himself by taking a unapproved medication? There's
0: not. He's got too many people around. You know what he's doing? He's probably doing that because one of his buddies has stock in it or something. <clears throat> there's some. There's oh yeah. There's him or one of his cronies for money to be made, and that's why he's openly stating like now we have yeah. a president who does product placement at this point.
1: I, I think that's already came out. That came out a few is weeks it? ago. Yeah. It was it was some drug. I'm, yeah. I'm not positive that it's uh, the hydroxychloroquine, but I think it might be. Um, a story broke about three weeks ago that he has some sort of stake in that company. I which that right there, I, they made Jimmy Carter sell his damn peanut farm before he could take office. But now Trump is just doing product placement on shit that he has a stake in.
0: Honestly, whoever's like it. If Biden or some, uh, you know, for whatever turn, somebody else is president other than Trump. It's like you have like you basically uh, like are jumping in trying to revive blockbuster video. Like whatever you're yeah. coming in to save is fucking gone. <clears throat> it's I, I, I won't get upset about that stuff. I love <clears throat> there's no again. I won't get upset. I stopped Twitter. I, I got off Twitter more or less. I handed my password over to my management company. Really? Yeah. I just, I got, you know, through all this, I'd put out some jokes or be a, I was always a bit of a bitch on there. And I did something. I just like, it wasn't a big thing, but it was like enough for me where I was making a joke. Like as far as empty gestures go, I sure like, fl- like military flyovers other rather than my neighbors banging pots and pans. The mm-hmm. joke being they're both meaningless and planes are cooler. And, like, it wasn't even a lot of people Be like, well, yeah, but the cost of those planes, I'd rather have pots and pans because tax pay your dollar. I'm like, does anybody know? Do you know I'm a comedian? Did you know that? Do you know that I do jokes? Do you know that I make jokes for things, for laughing? And I was just like, there's no reward anymore. No. There was no, there's the the frustration and the amount of time I would waste. Thinking like, oh, here's a job. Like I was like, what's the point? And I, I think I gave them, I think that was last Thursday maybe, Thursday or Friday. I'm like, uh-huh. just take my password. I have not missed. I mean, it's only been a few days, but nothing. I missed nothing. Can I
1: have now. your followers? Fucking, Can you just transfer your there, followers there's over to There's
0: no me? way. Yeah, 180,000 people, <laughs> I'm, of which maybe 600 of them don't have me muted at this point. <laughs> I'm sure they're all fake or non, non-active or it's just it's just not a fun place. It's just not cool. Yeah. There's no joke to be made without some reply guy or some well-actually fucker. Well, to have the money it costs for a Shut the fuck up. It's a joke <laughs> about how airplanes are cooler than pots and pans if you wanted yeah. to do fuck all to support people right now. That's mm-hmm. all. The like button is there. You don't have to respond. You like it, you don't like it. You move along. <laughs> it was a fun thing for a while, Twitter. Boy. Mm-hmm. But it was a fun place for comedy. And it's a <laughs> graveyard now. <clears throat> yeah. So I got, I'm got. i like trying to streamline my frustrations. I understand. It's a silly thing to get mad about, you know?
1: Eh, got to pick your battles. What else been going on this week, buddy? Well, other they- than your... But that's like 5 mile bike ride.
0: Oh yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's like the Trump thing. I'm like, I'm not, I won't even get upset about it. <clears throat> like I can't, uh-huh. there's no, like what, what good does it do me to be mad about it without taking action? Yeah. To be like, yeah. And I, do you, I, you, do you uh, believe what Trump did? Yes. Yes, I did. He's a, he's a fucking bully scumbag idiot. Those are the three he, things he, he is. He's a cartoon. He's, yeah. He's not smart. He's not an intelligent man. <clears throat> he's savvy in the way of being a business a scumbag businessman to get what he wants Uh huh. to go skirt rules and go around. The, and he's a bully, but he's not. He's not smart. He's not looking out for anybody. Wasn't that Howard Stern's thing that like opened up like he's like Howard Stern, like new Trump. But he's like he's hates. He hates his supporters. You really think a guy who lives in a gold plated fucking apartment. Yeah. In New York. Thanks, you fucking he has zero idiots. in common.
1: Yeah. Zero in common with his constituents.
0: But, uh, yeah, we don't – nobody needs another anti-Trump opinion in this world. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear where we stand. Uh, but the conspiracies in general, man, I went down – we watched uh, – I got Rachel to watch uh, the Behind the Curve, the one about the flat earthers. You saw that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think it's a good, wa- not even about the flat earth thing, but just the way the scientists and the psychologists explain how people can wind up believing in these types of things. Because it's easy to sit back like, well, these people are fucking idiots. And like some of them, they're not idiots, but like a distrust of authority, an overall distrust of authority makes you take the opposite of whatever authority is going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's yeah. not factual, it's like, well, I don't trust authority so therefore you know these people like well bill gates who oh we're gonna listen to this guy talk about medicine he's not a doctor no but he's a thousand times more intelligent than you are if he (laughs) if he wanted to be a doctor he would have been a doctor do you understand that's how intelligence works he's not autistic like oh boy he can remember license place but doesn't know his way home from the other side of the block he's just smart If he wanted to be a doctor, he could just be a doctor. He could just go to school now and be a doctor because he's smart. And then people, I'm not going to listen to him. He's not a doctor. Shut the fuck up, you fucking Walmart cart pushing dipshit. I'm not going to trust him, but I'll trust Alex Jones. Uh, See, why? Why? Why am I mad, Dave? I got a drink. I don't know, buddy. I'm not gonna be mad. You get mad about anything this week? Huh. You seem to be pretty laid back. I saw you Wednesday after <laughs> uh, seemingly yeah, good idea at the time by grind to Long Beach. <laughs>
1: how uh, how long was that trip? Uh, round trip, and, and as far as down and back, My, minus The time you you hung out here. Time wise, I how think long?
0: we I think we took off about eleven, and I think I got home at seven, so eight hours. Jeez. and we stopped- we stopped by and hung out with you, and then we got a chipotle there over in downtown Long Beach, uh-huh, but yeah, we were riding real slow on the way back. I felt like my one knee, I felt like all the muscles and tendons were trying to pop out, my ass hurt real God. bad. that's impressive, dude. it was uh I won't lie, I was proud of myself.
1: <clears throat> I'd go on a one mile walk, and I feel like I've done something you you biked. 70 miles
0: round trip yeah it was it was like 60 some and change i think
1: that's crazy dude
0: yeah it was uh it was a big one but uh not outside of riding through downtown la and east la it was just on a bike path so it's a pretty nice pretty i mean like easy ride not big hills or anything you're on a river path Mm -hmm. you're not contending with traffic too much yeah but it was a lot of a lot of pedaling buddy Brought you a helmet, so now you can get the bike yeah. going.
1: Absolutely, man! I'm getting some uh, some work done on the bike. I'm going to get a new seat. I've uh, I've already talked to the people. I've got a bike shop right across the street that's open now.
0: Oh, so okay. that's good.
1: So I'm going to get a new seat, and uh, I got to get uh, my tire. I got to get a um, a pump. My one of the tires is is low. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah. Get a new seat and get get that pumped up, and I, I'm ready to go, man. Here's a question as a uh, as a avid cyclist as yourself uh, yeah. do you wear uh do you wear earbuds or anything when you're riding that seems dangerous i see a lot of people wearing the, the, the headphones no, I, I feel like
0: no i don't not say, if i'm doing a mountain bike ride where i'm going up a fire road which is basically the dirt road i'll listen to a mm-hmm. podcast on the way up going down i don't i used to and it's just too sketchy man it's just yeah. it's such a stupid way to get hurt like, I guess that's age and wisdom where you're like, you know, like you look back and like, oh, I got hurt because I was doing something dumb. And now you're like, well, that's a dumb thing. Mm-hmm. I'll get hurt if I do that. Like, I just I used to listen to music going down. But if you're looking in front of you, you don't know what's 30 feet ahead of you. So all of a sudden, you look up, there's somebody on the trail that you didn't hear. Yeah. Uh, I've almost hit people because they're hiking wearing headphones. I got a bell on my bike for going down trails. And they don't hear it, even though that's what it's there for. And I've almost just plowed people off the trails. As far as city riding, not at all.
1: No Dude, way. I you see so keep your many people wearing. Man. Yeah, I see so many people wearing. Not even the earbuds, but the 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 muffs, the the, the beats, and stuff. The the full on headphones, some noise people, canceling.
0: You can't you can't be in charge of anybody else. But I would not. Uh, I would not do that.
1: Yeah, that seems scary. I don't even like uh, Katie. Will go out on these long walks. Just walk. I don't I don't like her. She's got a pair of Dre beats and uh yeah. the, the actual headphones, not the earbuds. And uh, you know, and I, I don't make it a habit of telling her what to do, but uh, I definitely make suggestions. And I don't like her just wearing those on a walk just because A, you look like a target. You know, there if there's sketchy people out here trying to rob people or whatever, you're gonna pick the the tall, goofy blonde girl who can't hear anything. Yeah. And B, you can't hear. You can't hear who's coming up behind you. I don't know. I think uh, out on the streets, you need to you need to use that uh, hearing.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, now with my experiences, I wouldn't do. I used to, but I agree. Like the run, like if you're jogging, you want to listen to music. I get it. But walking around a city with headphones on at night or something, it's mm-hmm. it's not a it's not. You got to live your life, but yeah, I think that's a sketchy idea. Rachel likes to wear earplugs at night, and I don't like wearing earplugs to go to sleep. I don't want to listen. Like, I don't want to like cut off one of my senses. Yeah. In case there's like noises in the apartment, or or what it is, like I'll hear stuff through the earplugs. I'll be more paranoid wearing earplugs. Yeah, and hear anything like, Whoa, what was that? Because I've cut off one of my senses. <laughs> She's shut down. Eye I, I mask, ear plug. She's comatose, so she locks it down. Mm. But, uh, Dude, yeah, no, been, I would uh, advise against that. I would advise against that. Get get yourself a uh, quality rear light, quality brake light, little flashy brake light if you plan all on Oh, right, that's Anything, what I need. I mean, a, a, a headlight's good, too, so people making left turns coming out of somewhere can see you coming. But people just drive, you're drive, riding with traffic and somebody being able to see you. Yeah. Lights, helmets, do the whole thing. We're old. Nobody's looking cool anymore. Lights, helmets, do the whole racket.
1: So they got lights that will connect to your brake just like a, a vehicle?
0: No, no, no. Just a little blinky red light so somebody knows you're on oh, the Oh, okay. I thought you meant like when you apply the brake like in a car. No, no, no. Just something that lets people know that there's a bike rider on the side of the road there. If, depending on where you're going, you got those convenient uh, blocked bike paths, which is what you need a yeah. headlight then, because people walk out from it. But this ain't a bike safety podcast, Dave. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I would say that watching the behind the curve again is very informative. If you're ever confused how this many people can believe can be like anti-vax or whatever mass conspiracy we've moved along to this week, mm-hmm. uh, the, just the scientific like explaining like well. Here's several reasons of how, not someone who's dumb, but of a personality type can lend to believing in this kind of uh, Mm -hmm. utter bullshit. So, anyway, that's what I did, and then I rode my bike to your house, and then I got my big giant telescope in the mail Saturday. Oh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: I'm excited about that, and that is really just you look at uh, stars, and then you look through the telescope. Still looks like a star. Not. Uh, it's been a little bit uh, too bright in the city right now for it. But once yeah. that moon comes out, baby, ho-ho! That's, that's exciting. That's my, that's my review is, ho-ho! Go see that moon. <laughs> Crystal clear.
1: I might have to get me a telescope. That's fun.
0: Andy Sanford sent me on this uh, journey. Oh, yeah. He's big into it. He had one. He showed me a picture of the moon he took through his telescope. I'm like, And I started looking at, like, oh, this one's good and everything. Well, if you like that one, if you get this one, it's going to see even more. Well, if you get this one, and I literally just within two days, like, what have I done? (laughs) Goddamn cannon sitting in my garage. So, yeah, 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 I don't know, man. (laughs) Got off Twitter, eliminated that frustration from my life. I I, I read, I will read the conspiracy Reddit the subreddit on conspiracies, and that is such a glorious shit show. Oh,
1: man. Anything exciting going on there this week?
0: It is just, like I said, like the amount of people that are just no matter, like all authority is incorrect all the time, which as Mm -hmm. much as I'm, you know, question everything, it's not (laughs) just because the government says it is means it isn't.
1: Yeah. I get that instinct. I get the knee-jerk reaction to not trust mm-hmm. authority, but you, you, you can't end there. You've got to not trust them and then follow up with your own research.
0: Yeah, well, or but some of it, some of the government is just scientists. Mm-hmm. There is some element of looking out for the, for the, you know, maybe not the physical well-being of its population. That does exist. This whole like. Mm-hmm fucking take and then like was elon musk things like take the red pill that's what he said That's i saw that elon musk is all like take the red pill and then the two uh trump uh hobgoblins were like already did it bro like ivanka and whichever (laughs) the one with all the teeth were like we did it already and then the the director from the matrix Which is where that phrase is from was just like fuck Mm -hmm. both you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I Mm. I don't know, man. Like it it went from being fun into being like, oh, people are like taking up arms over these ridiculous ideas.
1: Well, man, one thing I still cannot wrap my brain around talking about. uh, I don't know if this falls under conspiracies, but the whole everything we're dealing with right now with the reopen America and, and the, the COVID mm-hmm. and all that, I I get all the questions and concerns and, Hey, I need to go back to work. I get all that. One thing I just still cannot understand is the people that are blatantly and, and proudly refu- refusing to wear a mask in public. Like how does that infringe? What rights are being trampled upon? What's, what's the risk in just throwing on a mask when you're in public? I'm not saying you got to, Wear
0: it in your living room and sleep in it. I mean, it's defying a law just because somebody said you had to do it.
1: Well, somebody said you had to do it because 90,000 fucking Americans have died so far because of this thing. And now, just not going to wear a mask, not going to tell me what to do. Really, that's the hill you're going to die on?
0: Yeah, you're, you're infringing on my freedoms. But it's like somebody said, like the same people that feel the need to have a gun strapped to their belt in public out mm-hmm. of the idea of safety. But you won't wear a mask because it's oppressive. Like then what's your idea? That's here's one that I want to find out and that people are bringing up and maybe things change today. I didn't follow it up today. Uh, it was in. Uh, was it in Ohio where the police uh, you know, had the wrong house, went in and. Opened fire and shot a woman. Killed a woman who's yeah, an was EMT. Louisville. Oh, it's Louisville. Louisville. Okay. Killed and the a guy- woman.
1: No 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 knock warrant and the guy shot back <laughs> and now he's in jail.
0: Yeah, un 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 plain clothes unmarked, no warrant, wrong house. Killed the woman, the guy shot back, and they're they they're holding him for attempted murder. He's a legal gun owner. I'm like, oh, NRA, you must be up in arms over this. And I don't know if they've made any kind of statement, but it's like Oh yeah. Oh, oh, black guy. That was legal. As I've said, gentrify the NRA, everybody get Mm -hmm. an NRA membership, every marginalized group get an NRA membership and eat it from the inside. Like termites in a rotten house. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, that one's like, all right, where's the, where's the uh, up in arms over that one? Yeah. Pro, pro gun, pro two a illegal gun owners. (laughs) So I, again, maybe things have changed. Maybe they have issued some the day, But I think yesterday when I was reading about, it, I was like, "Well, well that guy's in jail for like fucking ridiculous."
1: That's yeah. the kind of shit that's um, like on ooh, that, tip, that. Did you see um, armed citizens? that kitten. shooting that shooting in Georgia? Uh, that video that came out last um, week. The two guys, the two guys, took guys him two to arrest him. Yeah, um, black. Uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know what organization it is. It may not even be, but they're, they're black gun owners. They're now patrolling that neighborhood. And that, oh, I love that. I love that.
0: Somebody had sent me an old co- I think because I was making that comment. And I, I don't know how old the college humor video was. I hadn't seen it until a couple of days ago, but it was like <laughs> two like Southern guys like, it's my right as by the constitution to be able to carry a gun. And then like a militant black guy comes and is like, you brothers and sisters we need to take up arms <laughs> and then the two white guys are like um Whoa. uh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was that's see now that's the kind of shit you want to hear about is like i did not realize until recently that it was reagan and the republicans who created i think we were talking about this last week the regular republicans in when he was governor of california created the gun restrictions in california because black mm-hmm. panthers started being legally like carrying guns legally patrolling their neighborhoods like well we better put a stop to that like it's, it's a, mean, ra- a racist it's a racist association
1: jeez i mean how more blatant can you be
0: yeah so that, so <laughs> yeah, people right like, up so there with, with people white upset drinking about <laughs>
1: fountains and black drinking fountains
0: yeah but just like the idea of like oh california's got shitty gun laws yeah why because of the side you agree with, because of your Republicans and your fucking champion, old Ronnie Reagan, because they're scared of black people having guns legally. Mm. That's going to be the scariest thing in the world, be a black guy with a, with a legal weapon on your person. Yeah. And how that's well, Like v- I said viewed. last week,
1: imagine, imagine the, uh, the protests going on at the Michigan State Capitol. Imagine if that was 300 black dudes with AR-15s. Uh-huh.
0: It's been said, yeah, many times I've seen on the on the internet, like, all right, armed armed black people take the streets. Let's see how things change real mm-hmm. quick, like you, like somebody else made that comment, like, you want to see <laughs> uh you know assault rifles or you know AR15s go away real quick? Let every uh, uh black legal gun owner carry one in the streets'll you'll, you'll see gun control real fast, mm hmm uh that kind of stuff like there's there's an interesting conspiracy like yeah NRA speak up this yeah. is, this affects your organization directly let's hear your uh, opinion on it oh no <laughs> got to keep quiet on this one <laughs> anyway I don't know, man. What's fun? What's fun anymore, Dave?
1: I've been having fun this week. I've been sitting out on my stoop in my yeah. chair. Ba-
0: and, I didn't get uh, I did not get a picture when I was down there and I regret that. I you know take
1: a pic- we forgot to do that. Because
0: you look like but- terrifying riot police with the bike helmet and the mask on. <laughs> and my the shaved head. Shorts. And the fully shaved head yeah. underneath yeah. the
1: <laughs> Been sitting out. Uh, been been doing a few hours every day, just sitting out, getting some vitamin D, watching the neighborhood, waving to people. And this week has been particularly uh, active out on the streets because I don't know about LA, but here in Long Beach, this weekend was uh, supposed to be the weekend of gay pride parade.
0: Oh, Uh, and you're right up in Boys Town there. Right
1: here. And uh, so they canceled that, obviously, due to the COVID Um, Mm. but they've been having unofficial parades. (laughs) So all week, all weekend, uh, about every, about every two hours or so, you just hear a convoy of cars and horns and people yelling. And I'll look out there and oh, there they are. And their cars are all painted up and got the gay flags and stuff. So I just been sitting out on the porch with my shaved head and my cargo shorts, uh, looking like a a white nationalist, uh, just waving, (laughs) just waving at all the, the gay folks. And, uh, you know, supporting their their cause. So,
0: next year when I'm, that pops off, and you got that you got that spot, I might mm-hmm. have to come down there for it, man. Gay pride's yeah. just a party.
1: Yeah, it's quite a spectacle. I've I've witnessed a couple in Atlanta, and boy, they go they go big in Atlanta. Oh yeah, um, but mm-hmm. right right here in Long Beach, uh, big gay community, and uh, yeah, it was fun. I'm just out there. It's fun to to wave at a parade. I really enjoy that. Just hey, hello. How you doing?
0: Well, it, it harkens back to the way, like, oh, Fourth of July parade or whatever, like local town parade. <clears throat> but I, I don't go to any of those anymore. But be damned if a gay pride parade isn't the most fun you could have. Yeah, getting shit like it's like a, it's a parade for adults that you get mm-hmm. shit faced, bunch of dicks and butts hanging out. It's fun, <laughs> it's <a> good time. <laughs>
1: Oh, and uh, speaking of uh, gay pride, I want to talk to you about fashion real quick.
0: Okay, Dave. Yeah, to, uh, talk to me about yeah. fashion.
1: <laughs> you know
0: uh, what questions we're both, do you have? Uh, hey, what do you need to know from me, King of Fashion, Calvin?
1: <laughs> well, I feel like here. Okay, here's the thing. We're in right, double. I'm camo out there
0: right
1: now. I'm I'm out there on my chair on my stoop, enjoying the the weather, enjoying the neighborhood. But uh, sometimes I wear the cargo shorts, but then sometimes I wear the basketball shorts. Yeah. And I like to uh, I like to do the little prop up the the not the traditional cross legs, but I like to prop one foot up on the other knee. I don't know what you would call that. You know, like sure, you're doing man. a figure four yeah. leg lock. No, I know what you mean. doing. Uh, and sometimes I, wa- I I worry that uh, you know I I don't want to be I don't I don't want the old nutbag hanging out.
0: So well, I, have you're to, I have to under be these careful, shorts, Dave.
1: Well, I, I got uh, – sometimes I wear my boxer briefs. Sometimes I got the other ones. Sometimes they're a little loose, though. You know, they're old and weathered. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm aware and cognizant of uh, – I, <laughs> I have scrotal awareness, Kyle. Do you you? got to make sure that you <laughs> keep your boys in the barn. And uh, so I'm thinking about uh, transitioning over to, to a uh, – not necessarily a sweatpants. I thought about getting some, like, track pants. Uh, just so I don't have to worry about that at all. That way it's still comfortable. It's still lightweight and, and breathable. But I don't have to worry about uh, people seeing my balls.
0: But uh, you live so in a gay I, neighborhood. If your balls are hanging out, nobody cares.
1: That's true. But we have our neighbors have kids and stuff. I don't want to be the creepy old guy sitting on the porch where you can see his balls. I don't want to be that guy.
0: Yeah, no, don't uh, be that.
1: So I thought about you know sweatpants, but then I thought, nah, let's get something cooler. Let's get some track pants. And then I thought, hey, I haven't left the house in eight weeks. Let's really lean into this leisure wear. And I'm seriously considering uh, purchasing an Adidas track suit. And I know that you have one
0: of those. <clears throat> they, uh, and I wanted to get your,
1: your review.
0: They're very warm.
1: They're very what? Oh, they're, they're warm. warm. Oh, see, I don't need that. I you thought know, they'd, they'd be color. lightweight.
0: No, I, I didn't realize it. Man, it's that uh, polyester or nylon ni- or whatever it is. But it's very warm, stylish. It would look cool as hell, kicking it on the porch. You look like well, the lost, the lost Beastie Boy.
1: Okay, what about uh, this? What if I go Tony Soprano style? I've been as I told you, I've been I'm back on the Sopranos. My yearly um, excursion through the entire series. Yeah. I could go Tony Soprano style, wear the track pants. And then get the wife beater. I know you're not supposed to say that anymore, but get the whatever you would call that, the white tank top.
0: Wife beater is Maybe offensive. Do that. They're called Dago tees.
1: <clears throat> Dago tees. <laughs> <laughs> so I might start rocking that then. Get the, get the Adidas track pants with the white tank top. Maybe get a couple gold necklaces.
0: I mean, you, you know what you hair. can do is, like, instead of throwing down the money for the Adidas track pants... Get yourself a pair of Target or Walmart ones to see if that's what mm-hmm. you want to run, you know, before you commit to, mm-hmm. like, the three stripes down the side. The ones I have, True. I thought it was going to be, like, an airplane outfit. I'm like, oh, I'd wear it. Because I got a couple pairs of, like, like the loose track pant type thing mm-hmm. that I can't do them on. Because, like, first off, the Adidas ones were nice because they got zippered pockets. The thing in the airport is I don't want to lose my wallet or my chapstick, so i got to have mm-hmm jeans or something they it stays put but in those loose things it's falling out the side if you sit down yeah super warm and too long i guess i'm short for my waist size i don't know what it is but i got I, they, like they're they're real long they drag on the ground yeah me warm. too I, I still have them but i don't know I, I guess i can go get them professionally tailored you know throw a few more bucks hmm. at them at this point but they always yeah, I should be nine
1: little, feet tall for my waist.
0: I don't know why these pants. I guess because they're athletic pants, they assume you're an athlete if you put them on. But look at it. Most of the people that wear athletic wear are doing it because mm-hmm. they sweat reading a sign. So I I think um, they're too, like they're just too warm, dude. They're okay. super warm. Well, and I'm then glad I asked. I got an extra loose pair of them, like very thin ones, thinking those will be all right. It leaves uh, nothing to the imagination.
1: Oh, you got uh, got your boys flopping around there.
0: Yeah, you are just just bouncing around in there, mm-hmm. bouncing around. It looks like it, it. It looks like that Pink Floyd album cover with the face trying to come out. Is that the wall? <laughs> Is that the wall? It looks like your dick doing the Pink Floyd album cover. So, so, yeah, that's a a rough one with those is they're so Mm. thin. So that's an around the house only item. It's good for the wintertime, though, where instead of shorts, Mm -hmm. you want to have a full pant, a full house pant. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man. So, like, go get a cheap pair and see if they fit your needs. Okay. You know what, though? You know what they got now, though? Is sweatpants. But it's got like mm-hmm. a thick, like a three-inch wide waistband. So it's not mm. some skinny waistband cutting in you. It's a big, comfortable, luxurious waistband. Okay. I'll, I'll even okay. say this. Dip into the women's wear. It doesn't, a lot hmm. of them, I've got a pair of ladies' Adidas sweatpants. They're just black. You, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Except you know what? Yeah. They're short enough. Okay, They're not yeah. long and hanging down. They got pockets. They got that nice waistband. Mm.
1: in better in yeah, times I gotta times, my game yeah mm-hmm.
0: it's the uh, Harbor Freight rule go try the cheap version first if you realize you're using it enough that you wear it out then spend the money on the good version okay okay that's what they say about Harbor Freight tools <clears throat> you know like oh, oh really? I need a, I need a power drill well power drills could be 50 bucks or they could be 300 bucks go to Harbor mm-hmm. Freight get the $50 one if you break it because you're using it so much it means you need the $300 Okay. If not, you got the thing around for when you need it.
1: Makes sense. Makes <clears throat> sense.
0: But for bike riding, I, I would advise not that loose of stuff.
1: Yeah, you want to keep everything together. Yeah, you got too much I fabric
0: floating around, getting stuck, crumpling mm-hmm. up on things. Get yourself a nice pair of tight shorts, buddy. Yeah. Jam your old Don't Dave and shape. Busters down into some nice padded <laughs> shorts. No shirt. Just let them have it. <laughs> Give the world what the world wants, Dave. Give him a big old Dave I burger. Know. I don't know if that's Give what anybody wants. Give him a little booty shorted Dave burger going up and down Broadway.
1: <laughs> Have your well, own be gay of every day, Pride Parade every day. Yeah. Oh man, that is funny.
0: Dave oh, Boy, did you hear?
1: Uh, uh, in the world of comedy, we lost two legends this week. Uh, that's a bummer. Jerry well,
0: Stiller. Jerry Stiller, Fred Willard. And then
1: yesterday, Fred Willard. Man, uh, both and, those guys. And, two of my favorites.
0: And not that he's a comedian, but as far as entertainment, Little Richard. Oh God,
1: yeah, Little Richard.
0: I, I these are, these are all old people, but I wonder mm-hmm. if there's a thing where they're just looking around, going, "As party's over anyway." Hmm. <clears throat> you know,
1: imagine Little Richard, one of the Godfathers of rock and roll, like arguably. In no particular order, you could you could say him, Elvis, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Chuck Berry, the mm-hmm. the architects of rock and roll. Imagine being a gay black man in Macon, Georgia, back in the fifties or whenever he was starting there. I mean, think of the the obstacles that dude had to hurdle.
0: I feel that. I mean, I've been w- looking at clips of him. There is a good, real funny clip of him on the Arsenio Hall show that it's resurged, uh, res- resurged, resurged. Is that the word? Came back up. I'm not sure. It's resurged. If there's Uh -uh. a resurgence, it means eh, resurgence. Yeah, semantics. Uh, Just the man. It's like you want to see where David Lee Roth came from. Look at Little Richard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like people that knew how to entertain, like to do the whole show. Mm -hmm. People that knew how to do the whole show. Yeah, Prince. But little, oh man, it's. I mean, these are all. You know, they they were all old, and none of it was particularly surprising given the age. But it's yeah, the the pioneers, the pioneers of sixty years ago are all you know shipping off.
1: Fred Willard might have been one of the funniest human beings on the planet. Everything he was in, he crushed. He was so damn funny. You've seen Best in Show, I'm assuming.
0: I think I might need to watch that one again this week, just dude, to, a
1: little friendly that, tribute. That movie is so funny, but especially his role—he, you know, just playing the uh, the announcer, the commentator of the dog show, <laughs> just some of the stupid shit that he said. Just so funny, and by all accounts, just a real sweetheart of a dude. Just a really, really nice guy. And I like not he, he, he
0: got busted at the. Uh, <clears throat> At the porno At the theater and was, like, just funny. Yeah. it was just funny about it. Yeah. That was, what, about 10 years ago? Yeah, I forget what his response, but he did the thing you're supposed to. Just lean into it.
1: Yeah. Now, when you say, but I never knew the exact details of the story. It was a, a porno theater, so I guess he I think somebody was, just uh, saw
0: him there. Somebody just saw him go into it. Oh, he didn't pull a Paul Rubens or anything? No, I don't think he was whacking. I think he just went. Okay, you know, some like think about a, the think about the generation where you just. But like, think about the point where you like you still don't know how the internet works well enough to just look at porn. Yeah, or is it the thrill, yeah. or is it the companionship of being in a theater watching it? That's what's exciting. Like I, I never was, understood that angle, but there was a time that that's the, that's when you could only watch porn. Yeah, go to a porno had. theater. Mm-hmm. I'd never been. I'd never been to a porno theater. No, neither have I. The idea of like sitting and like ah, we are right, we're all gonna watch this together. Like, I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> but like you said, I mean, back in the day, what were your options? I mean, print. You could get a magazine and take it home, but other than that,
0: <laughs> yeah, or somebody got a dirty eight mm You know, put it on a reel to reel film. You got to set up a whole projector. Imagine doing that just to beat off, setting up a whole projector, <laughs> having a whole AV club type situation. You got to find a blank wall. You got to set, you got to then make sure nobody interrupts. Like, hey, you're watching a movie in there? Like, leave me alone. Like, you got to have a whole, you know, film. You fall asleep when you're done, the thing's just flapping around a reel. <laughs> it, was, it was like such a production. You had to be such a pioneer to masturbate uh, to anything back in the day.
1: This, buying this joke's been made before. Story. This joke's been made before, but with VHS, if you ever borrowed your buddy's VHS or you found your dad's stash oh, or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. and you could always, wherever it left off, you could find right where. Where they uh, finished up. <clears throat> I no No one's finishing and then continuing <sighs> to watch the film.
0: I forget who I heard that from. Like, yeah, knowing exactly where your dad nutted. <laughs> like, oh, man. I never wanted to envision it that way. Are <laughs> just the stories of uh, friends finding like hidden videotapes and like no picture, but hearing like, oh, I just heard mom and dad giggling on it. They're like, eject, eject. <laughs> Do not okay. let me encounter this. Mm. Yeah. I got some weird. Uh, go let's, ahead, go let, ahead. No, let's, let's be the boogie monster.
1: All right. We can boogie it up. I got this story that popped up uh, a couple days ago that I thought you might find interesting. Uh, from my homeland of Georgia, uh, the state, not the country. Uh, in you know, my big, big Russian know Dave.
0: Hey, you know, with those yeah. track pants, you might look like big Georgian Dave, big Russian Dave.
1: That's true. Uh, South Georgia is being overrun with four-foot-long lizards. There's a bunch of these Argentine black-and-white tegus. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. T-E-G-U-S tegus. These uh, four-foot-long lizards. Uh, There's a bunch of them in South Georgia right now. and uh, (laughs) In this rural area. Is that like
0: somebody was was breeding them and they got out?
1: Yeah, they think... uh, Well, especially, like, being being that close to Florida. Florida's a huge exotic animal state. All the weirdos down there get these. I mean, we uh, all
0: watched Tiger King. We all saw it.
1: Yeah, exactly. They get all these lizards and snakes and and whatnot, and then they grow grow to be too big, and people just cut them free. Um, But, yeah, there's a whole herd of these four-foot-long fucking lizards wandering around South Georgia. Could you imagine? Four-foot-long lizard. That's that's a beast.
0: I mean, do you, did you ever get gators all the way up into Georgia?
1: South Georgia. Yeah, South Georgia, you'd see some gators You know, down there around uh, the Georgia-Florida line. Uh, ugh, I even hate saying that
0: phrase. <laughs> it's hard uh, for you to say that now. Yeah. I mean, like, but, the weird... Cause I thought that was a thing after Katrina that a lot of, like, because Florida mm-hmm. had everybody with exotic animals and they all got out during the hurricanes. They're just... Yeah. It's like jaguars and stuff. But... Yeah, I feel like that's a place where people are going to know how to handle it at least. Like George is a place I mean, where they're going to see a 4-foot long lizard and just be like, "I ain't seen that kind before." <laughs> like nobody's going to get nobody's going to freak out, but they're going to be like, "That's a new one."
1: Man, those Komodo dragons, you ever seen any video of those bastards? Those things are terrifying.
0: Oh yeah, they're big and mean.
1: Dude, there's a great uh, I follow this great uh Instagram account called Nature's Gnarly. Oh, or gnarly yeah. nature, something like that. Have you seen the Komodo dragon eating
0: the monkey? Fuck man, I don't know if I I don't know if I need to. Oh boy. It's it's an experience. There is one. Did we talk about this last one, about the the pelican eating a pigeon?
1: Yes, I've seen that. That's gnarly. Just
0: bird on bird. And then it's the, pe- you, the then the pigeons it. yeah, fighting its way. Again, I'll make the Pink Ugh. Floyd the Wall reference. <clears throat> Again, very similar. And then I saw one of a horse uh, eating a baby chick. Mm hmm. That was funny just because it was like two, like little chicks in a barn. I don't
1: think I've seen that
0: one. And a horse was just looking at him, just, meow, just got one. It's a little chicken nugget. Oh, no. Oh. Just right right that down the hatch. Double horse. <laughs> Double
1: horse. Uh, <laughs> we mentioned it earlier just to give stay on our official uh, tracking here with the corona. Yeah, come on. We just cr- we cracked ninety thousand deaths in the United States today. Number one, baby, ninety thousand. That's what I don't understand. Like, I get that people need to get back to work, and we got the economy. But like, it's going. If, if we open too soon, it's just going to
0: get worse. Well, the idea of opening up now is trusting that people will take precautions. Okay, I don't trust people let's open that. these businesses. But wear a mask. And then you got people, I'm not wearing a mask. Well, you're fucking it up for everybody. You want it open? Do this one little thing smell your own rotten tooth breath for 30 minutes (laughs) while you're at the store. Just do that much, and we can slowly find out if opening things up will be okay. Do you understand? Like, just we are trying to open things up with some precautions hmm Slowly, let's give it a shot. And then, but also, like, it's squeaky wheel gets the grease. We see a video of somebody not wearing a mask and being an asshole. And everybody looks at that video and uses that as a representation of such a, like, see, these jerks are out there. It's like, nah, one jerk per how many people that really want to do the right thing. So, like, again. Yeah. To get upset about an internet video or something that, like, we see one small representation of people behaving badly or people behaving well, and we use it. Ah, I I got drunk. I didn't eat breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I had a piece of bread. That's all I had today, Dave, a piece of bread, and I'm drinking whiskey. Oh, man.
1: You been eating anything good this week?
0: (sighs) Nothing. I got weird on the Pizza Hut Saturday night. What do you got, mean weird? Oh, I got hella stoned and went for extra cheese, stuffed crust, buffalo sauce, tomato, oh. mushroom, onion. Really How'd showed up. Out? Well, uh, Rachel pointed out that it tastes more like a flatbread. Okay. Which, uh, flatbread is like uh, pizza's cousin from downstate who doesn't have much of a personality. Mm-hmm. anytime type of place like we have flatbread. I'm like, oh, you mean you have uh, a boring pizza? Mm-hmm. I'm not excited. What is
1: a flatbread? Is that just a pizza without the sauce?
0: Yeah, there's just not a lot of sauce on it. They, didn't, they couldn't, I think because mm-hmm. I got extra cheese, it really overrode the uh, – I went buffalo sauce. I was, in a, I was in a panic mode. I was stoned. I yep. was like, stop You know, going with the status quo and live it a life adventure. I just gave up my Twitter password. Let's get buffalo sauce instead of pizza sauce. Except buffalo mm-hmm. sauce is very thin. It's not yep. thick like a marinara that's hanging out. Making sure the food gets in your mouth okay, it's just kind of mm-hmm. sliding around on there. It wasn't bad, but it hmm. wasn't great. stuffed crust, though baby. I do like that stuffed crust that's a that's a that's white trash fortune cookie is what that is <laughs> Oh, what's inside the crust? more cheese We didn't need that, but here we are mm. but you know, nah, had another, it, it has been a- exciting, yeah, yeah. You were making baked ZD when I was over there for your first night venturing. in. Has Katie seen a Sopranos? Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. She's uh, she's right there with me. We watch it uh, about once a year, so I'm probably on my tenth go around. She's probably on her
0: third or fourth. You've watched a whole TV series ten times. What's the name? What's the probably. name for Sopranos fans? That like 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 trekkies. What are like? Are you the big are you the big Zees? Is that what it is? The ga- what? the Gabagools? The I Gabagool the the Gabagool, uh the ghouls is good. Like GHOUL. Yeah. Gabagools. The gaba Gabagabagools.
1: And I I struggle the ba- the ba- with the Vafan <laughs> I struggle with the concept and I get I get it seems dumb to watch a show over and over and over again. I've seen Sopranos. I'm on probably my 10th. I've seen uh, Fargo season one and two, probably about five or six times, but it's just, is there season three? Yeah, there's season three. I've seen it twice, Um, but there's just something comforting about watching a show you've already seen. As long as it's really, really
0: good. It's your, Um, it's a wonderful life.
1: Yeah. I just, I love it so much. And I've got a, uh, did I tell you this? I got a weird personal connection to the Sopranos. Um, the band that I used to tour manage way back in the day, tour managed two different bands. Uh, we talked about Fozzy, Chris Jericho, the wrestlers' band. Yeah, I was tour manager for them, but I was also a tour manager. Uh, the, the nucleus of Fozzy, uh was also in a band called Stuck Mojo, and they were one of the pioneers of like rap metal. And I, the the, the vocals weren't necessarily my cup of tea, but the the, the <laughs> music part it was pretty heavy. It, it was like Pantera but with a rapper. Yeah. Um, Which now sounds god awful, but 20 years ago. The
0: 90s were a thing. There were a time in the world that happened. We can't deny it. Yep.
1: And in uh, season one of The Sopranos. Oh, yeah. You realize the 90s? The
0: Sopranos. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say the 90s, like before 9 11, Uh before cell phones, before the internet. That was the 90s. That was the last decade before all these things. And we were there for it. That yep. was like, we are 90s, pe- like, I was 13 going into the 90s, so mm-hmm. 13 to 23. I had fucking fun in the 90s. Yeah, me too. And it was me the last, like, I did a road trip using a, 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 a Franco-American, an atlas we got from SpaghettiO cans mailing a thing in. Mm-hmm. And I did a road trip based on that. Nice, like like stuff that would never happen nowadays. <clears throat> oh yeah, not to sound old timey, but the night it was like <clears throat> before cars showed up. Like, well, we took a horse all the way down to the river. You know, like that's. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, like, don't be apologetic about a rap rock band and a wrestler band <laughs> that you tour managed <laughs> in the nineties. The nineties were fucking oh. rad in some sense. All right.
1: Oh man. Anyway,
0: sorry was- to interrupt you about the surprise.
1: No, that's fine. I was just saying uh, there's a couple of episodes in season one of The Sopranos when um, we see AJ's bedroom, the son. Uh, There's one episode where he gets in a fight at school and he he gets his shirt ripped and he's in his bedroom and his mom comes in there and they're arguing about his ripped shirt. But uh, two or three different times you can see a Stuck Mojo poster on AJ's wall. And I'm like, holy shit, that's weird. That's the band I used to tour manage. So that's my weird little connection to The Sopranos. That's not get, why I watched it 10 times.
0: How did they get that in there?
1: I don't know. Uh, you can tell if you look closely, uh, a lot of the posters in his room and uh, Meadow, the daughter's room, um, there's a lot of music posters, but they're not like music posters that you used to could buy at like Hot Topic or something. They're, ra- they're uh, promotional posters. They're radio record label uh, posters, and I'm assuming – that uh, a, a couple different record labels had deals.
0: Well, yeah. What distribution office? Show. Yeah, and, that's like when uh, when High Fidelity came out because it was set in Chicago and they're in the record store and it was always like all the stickers like, oh, they're so and so's band. Oh, they're so and so. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody get excited about seeing who they When was yeah. I'm looking up when Sopranos was on? It premiered in 1999. 99. Yeah, 99. Went until 2007. 2007. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I thought it was like started earlier.
1: Yeah, I remember the yeah. finale was like June, April, or May. It was spring of 07, the finale. And I remember because I was missing it because I was hosting a weekend for Greg Giraldo at a comedy club.
0: Oh, and, uh, man. That was uh,
1: right before, you know, not right before he died, but maybe he died shortly thereafter.
0: But uh, one of my first that, big man.
1: weekends. Uh, what one club of my first what big club weekends at? at a club. The Funny Farm, the, where you and I met.
0: Oh, man, the go-kart track one?
1: The go-kart track one, yep. So hosted for Greg Giraldo on <clears> the night. And I remember thinking, I was, I was like, I had such mixed emotions because I was a big fan of Giraldo. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, this is so rad, but damn it, I'm missing the Sopranos finale.
0: But Knowing that he was, doing? that's where he was headlining. <clears throat> like, you look back, like, Giraldo, like, these are legends of comedy. And it's like, yeah, that was a club. That was a part attached to a go kart track that I was yep. at. I think it was probably about I think it was like 2010 when I was there.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Because yeah. I remember just being sad because I was bombing all weekend. And then but we got free go kart rides, so I just ride the like <laughs> they were like the good go karts, like the fast ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just sad doing it. I was drunk and sad driving go-karts <laughs> it was like such a weird joke like this thing's only here to bring people happiness and i was just so sad making all the turns. <laughs> oh well uh what do we what, what there was like ufos and shit brazil had ufos this week do we want and we do we even talk about this anymore brazil had some ufos brazil had some lights which, okay. I don't know, how much of that country is just poverty-stricken that they think anything is a UFO. I don't know.
1: There's a story it's I've been meaning to oh, get to, meaning to for a few man. weeks.
0: What, let's talk. Uh, let's talk, man.
1: A story I've been meaning to get to for a few weeks is there's a great video that uh, popped up a couple of weeks ago. Um, some dude, Speaking of telescopes, some dude uh, with his telescope captured what looks like UFOs uh, entering and exiting the moon. Well pretty um, rad.
0: Guess what? Guess who's on it now? Let People me uh
1: Let me find the actual uh if I YouTube can figure video, out right? how yeah. this fucking
0: telescope works.
1: <laughs> okay. This is I'm gonna have to I'll spell this one out for you, but anybody wants to look up this video, it's um the word O V N I, capital O V N I. Uh I I think this is uh this is from Montreal or something. Uh O V and then uh sir s u r then la loon o v and i sir la lune um twenty twenty o three twenty six I know that's a terrible way to title your YouTube video, but uh, I'm sure there's other versions, but this is the one that I'm looking at that has a million and a half views but uh o v and i sir la Lune, l u n e that should be enough in your YouTube search to find it, but it's okay, a sir. pretty impressive video. it's a minute and ten seconds long. And it sure does look like UFOs right around the moon. Like he zoomed in, you know, a thousand times on his telescope there. And some people say this is a hoax that, uh, you know, that somebody's photoshopped or did, you know, some special effects or whatever. Mm. But it looks pretty, it looks pretty damn legit.
0: (coughs) UFOs leaving the moon, coming in and out of the moon. Mm -hmm. UFO garage. There's
1: about, there's about uh, three or four, maybe five of them in this video, right right near the surface of the moon.
0: Well, I'm and gonna get down. I don't know way. what else
1: they could be. I mean, they could be, you know, there's always some alternative explanation to what these things could be, but it, it looks pretty legit to me. So that's... Uh,
0: I mean, I just, if they're UFOs, I still, like, they're real. I agree with that. I think we had some mm-hmm. rascal teens, like, in terms of who the aliens are. Some rascal teens joyriding and baiting the Navy, and that's the stuff we came out with a couple weeks ago. Where even the Pentagon's like, "Man, yeah, we don't know what these are." I think those mm-hmm. were like, <clears throat> it's like the movie Explorers. Did you mm-hmm. ever see Explorers?
1: I do. When I was when I was younger, I
0: remember that one. River Phoenix, RIP. Mm-hmm. It was the other? Ethan Hawke, I think. I think so. Yeah. And then who was the third kid? There was a the third kid. I don't remember. Uh, and then they they met it. They met the aliens and the aliens are actually just the teenage kids of the actual aliens. <laughs> I think that's what's yeah. going on with what's out there. Really? Uh, but no, there was a, th- the people found them. Uh, there was a whole thing in Brazil. I'm looking it up now. I should have had this <clears throat> over, uh, mage, M A G E, apostrophe E, mage, Brazil. <clears throat> uh, according to motherboard, which is the, uh, as much as I hate referencing Vice, it's their tech uh, subsidiary. Mm-hmm. It says mysterious lights were seen by thousands of people. There's video evidence, and people are saying post disappeared from social media. What happened? And this is this guy, MJ Benias, that reported on it. So, anyway, so they think they saw something down there. People put a bunch of videos up, and then they were deleted. Uh, hmm. So, I. <laughs> Again, like now that cons- the conspiracy theorist world is so blown up, mm-hmm. you know where they posted, and they're obviously nothing real. So people are deleting them. Like this is fake. Who's that's that's a problem with conspiracy theorists. Is that no matter what happens, they're they're going to have a conspiracy theory about why it happened.
1: Yeah, so you could have a hundred
0: conspiracy theorists that are, that. <clears throat> agree on a thing and then 50 of them disagree. And the other 50 are like, well, you're part of the other conspiracy Then, like you could just always, it's just a scapegoat for anything that doesn't line up with the reality you want. Mm -hmm. Like, why are these videos disappearing? Well, because the government wants It's like, nah, maybe they're just full of shit. They took them off. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's why the, the conspiracy subreddit is wildly entertaining. Like uh, very few things have I read on there where I've been like, interesting take, It's it's always just like oh my god what I'm truly curious about what your regular life is like that this is where you can lean a shoulder into much much like that behind the curve movie yeah no I'm glad they are too but it's like the behind the curve movie it's like none of those people had like real world problems or they were or Mm -hmm. that's maybe maybe they did and that's how they were escaping it was with this I don't know. What do you? What do you want to? I mean, what? What? What do you? Have you had a change of heart on anything, Dave? Like after going? Like we? We started this. What are we? Four years in?
1: August first will be four years.
0: Four fucking years. Mm-hmm. Hi, a span of high school we've been doing this. That's true. Remember how long high school felt?
1: Man, it felt like ten years. Yeah. Has has there I think been about things, that sometimes.
0: Oh, I always I think about high school. Well, but like, what
1: a blip on the radar that is. But back then, it was your whole life.
0: But in four years, we started this, uh, mm-hmm. you know, before Trump. Beam like it was all fun, mm-hmm. ghosts and Bigfoot and stuff. And now it's like, now it's scary. It is. Like again, like I mean, the, the complaints I was having about people sending me goofy shit. Like when people send me stuff like this place is supposed to be haunted. All right, cool. I'll check out that video. Oh, be, the people think there's a monster over here. That's fun. We're all laughing around it around a campfire. But when you're like the government is, this is definitely why you need to buy guns because the government's coming to fucking microchip your brain. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like there's, there's, like there's. I don't need reasons for why you like. I can get why you want to have guns. Even myself, who has been has spoken out against guns before and slowly learned mm-hmm. things and been like, yeah, I think I've also shot guns and they're pretty fun I think I want one. But I'm looking at a fucking telescope and I don't know what to do with. Now what am I going to do with a gun? Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot at the fucking moon. <laughs> it is broad daylight. I am drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I was, I got- uh, I was joking here. with uh I was joking with Katie yesterday. We were talking about uh just you know, we're what are we on week eight or nine or whatever of this thing. And I can't think of anybody who's whose daily routine has been less affected by this than me. You know, unless I'm traveling, unless <laughs> yeah. I'm on the road touring, but like nothing's changed other than I can't go on the road. <laughs> but like you know when you work from home or you don't have a nine to five, like what the hell's the difference?
0: That was yeah. It's I'm a little like yeah, I'm a little peeved. I can't go shred, but otherwise, doing I'm feeling it. Feel great
1: about it. Oh man, are you? How, how do you? How are you holding up? Do you think? Um, I mean, what differences? Have you noticed in your day-to-day life from now, from from eight weeks ago?
0: None. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking none. Other than okay, outside of like, no, doing comedy, like, I you know, I'm doing Zoom shows and like here and there, Mm -hmm. but it's on me that I'm not taking it seriously. It's not like, oh, boy, I wrote some jokes. I really want to see how they work. I'm kind of just dicking around on them and just trying to be funny Mm -hmm. versus like, here's a bit and I want to see if it works. So going out, going out to bars where there were shows, where I'd have drinks with friends, but also do a show and see if bits work. I miss that. I'm not keeping my craft sharp, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think I'm staying loose mentally, mm-hmm. which is also a, a, a skill set that you need to have with comedy yeah. of being like, oh, here's a new situation, cool, let's roll with it, mm-hmm. let's roll with it, and let's be fun and let's be silly. Again, I'll preface everything with I um, was not paycheck to paycheck, so I'm not panicked in that sense. I did get mm-hmm. a little nervous, wondering what the landscape's going to be like, even when things are lifted. Will people be willing? I I, I am starting to think <clears throat> that like things will level up. Like they're going to find a fucking vaccine for this shit. You think it's like. It's a, there's a global focus on it. I mean, the problem with HIV is like, oh, people always just, oh, it affects gay people. And there's like, so it was not taken seriously. Uh Uh, You know, it was not, it was, I don't think, and again, talking up my ass I don't think it was taken as seriously because like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's an, it's an ailment. It's a disease. It's an illness for people that are unsavory to the status quo and the, Mm -hmm. but somebody, somebody's wife husband partner is going to die from covid that was previously like we need to open up the government like and they're gonna be like oh shit we need to take this seriously it's it's i'm sure it's already happening i think it's
1: already happened yeah
0: yeah global focus a global focus will i think or i hope rather have so many scientists trying to figure out a problem. I mean, look at all your disaster moves. Oh, and a meteor heading towards the Earth. Everybody with any resource has to focus on fixing this thing first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think stand-up, it, I think it'll return. I think we'll get back around to a familiar way of life. I don't know when, but I think so. I think we're slowly getting there now. Uh, I think we're slow, like, yeah, all right, wear masks, do you know, go to shopping, go into stores.
1: I think you I've might, asked you this before, but I forgot your answer. What's your uh next date on the books right now?
0: August nineteenth, I think.
1: August nineteenth. And that's we'll in the see. South?
0: I think that's Texas. I mean we'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. I gotta pay more to that's gonna come up sooner than I realize. But I, so I got some that,
1: July dates that I think I'm gonna have to cancel soon. Yeah. Because here's the thing, even – this is something that I, that's always in my mind. Even if things start to reopen and whatever, and they're already doing that, I know, but that doesn't mean that, that the virus has disappeared just because shit starts to reopen. So I just feel like July uh, might be too soon for, for me personally. Like, A, I don't know if I want to travel and be around that many people, and B, I don't know if, if fans want to come out in July. I, and it's weird because I know people are just chomping at the bit to get back to normal and as soon as uh, I I think people are going to want to go out and socialize and go to comedy shows and go to bars, but I I don't know how many people are realistically going to do it that soon.
0: Yeah, I'm not worse. I'm not worth you risking your health over. And I don't want to do a yeah. show like then you do do a say you do do a show too early, and who comes out? Like I was talking to Shane the other day, Shane Torres, just about like being ang- like being angry when you attract a certain type of fan base. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to ask Joe Rogan, like, do you like your fan base? <laughs> like, do you like these people? Like, do you want to hang out with these people? cuz like i get angry i get angry at him. like i got angry at the guy saying like well oh, bill gates wants you to eat fake mm-hmm. meat cuz of what I- i'm like i'm i'm upset like what did i do to bring you here i'm angry i want i want yeah. better f- i want quality not quantity mm-hmm. i want discerning individuals so i feel like if i did a show too early it would be empty cuz i would hope that it's discerning individuals that would want to come out not yeah. I don't need a fucking mask to be at the store. Suck my dick. It's about freedom. My body, my choice. Like if that's who if that's who I'm doing comedy and that who that's who likes me, I gotta think about what kind of comedy I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's I don't know, seated venue where it's like, all right, everybody stay in two seats apart wherever the six feet is in August. Oh, shit, man, I don't know. I don't. I, I yeah. I want to do. I want to get back to work, but I don't want to do it at the detriment of anybody else. I don't want anybody else yeah. feeling like, well, we bought these tickets. Even even at the end, like in Toronto, like this, like the numbers were like four sold out shows, but by the end it was like a half full. People bought the mm-hmm. tickets, but they weren't showing up because of things. I'm like, that's totally understandable. I as a yeah. performer, and that's the thing. Don't get duped, people. listen to this? Don't get duped by any performer saying get over it we we can open up now because all that performer has to do is go from the hotel to the backstage to the stage to backstage and back to the hotel they don't have to put themselves in harm's way so don't listen to them if they're saying you guys got to just get together and 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 nut up and be okay with being in a group because they aren't going to do the same thing Mm -hmm. they just they just want your money They don't give a shit if you're dumb enough to crowd into a theater. They don't have to be in the crowd. That's true. They're they're a dozen yards away being on stage in a theater. Mm -hmm. So don't believe them if they're saying, hey, get over it. We're all right. Because they're not putting themselves in harm's way. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. What am I upset about? (laughs) Making food. I got booze. I got food. I got weed. I'm a fucking loser with everything he wants. (laughs) What am I supposed to be upset about? I can't. Like, I want. I want. I don't. I think that the lopsidedness is like, how could anybody go like? It's ridiculous to go broke right now. That's offensive. That a country would let people like. Oh, well, the economy. Then give the money to the people. Stop giving it to corporations. Yeah. Like somebody, like another internet, but somebody's like, well, why do these corporations need billions of dollars? Why didn't you save up for a rainy day? The same advice you tell individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Jeff Bezos is going to be the next trillionaire. That's insane. Dude, that right? is insane. Part with the Part with the couple bucks for shipping if you can. Find, find the thing you want on Amazon and then look at whoever manufactures it or find a store or something nearby you to go get it or find just anybody else like, oh, I want like right now I'm like, I'm trying to read more books. I want books. You know what? I'll either look for a used book and get it on eBay or go like, oh, Powell's books in Portland is that cool book. Everybody's got a bookstore that you can order from and they'll mail it to you. Mm hmm.
1: Do you realize how much a trillion is? Yes. It's a billion. You're a billionaire a thousand times over. That's insane. That's almost hard to comprehend.
0: Like a thousand billions. You could just give away a little bit of that. And and also, like, yeah, and and like when you look at like, all right, what's the taxation on it? Oh, yeah. like nothing, close to nothing? Oh, I mean, again, we're, we're wading into territory where, we're, where we've read headlines and blips, but <laughs> are not well researched. But man, who the fuck needs to be a trillionaire? That's I want, oh, every poor person just defending tax brackets for the rich. We talked about that before. It's because everybody views mm-hmm. themselves as a, a billionaire who's just not there yet. Yeah. So they defend <laughs> poor people defending billionaires. Oh, my God. Your head is so far up your ass. Mm. Anyway, what what am I doing? Get mad here?
1: That's all right, buddy. Uh, I got a comic of the week this week. Uh, Not a specific comic. I want to plug a show, a TV show uh, that I've been watching. I talk about uh, watching shows multiple times. I've seen this entire series. It's only eight episodes, but I've seen it twice now. And uh, it's our good buddy, Rory Scovel has a new show out called Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, and it's really good. Of course, I'm biased because he's a pal, and yeah, I want to see my all pals all succeed. But it's really good. It's a damn good show. Originally, uh, supposed to be on Comedy Central. They aired the pilot last week, and now all the other episodes are on either their the Comedy Central app, but it's also on YouTube. So if you just get on YouTube and search... Uh, Robbie or Rory Scovel, Robbie, whatever There's eight episodes and it's damn good. It's a classic sitcom, single cam sitcom. Um, I'm trying to think of the, the reader's digest premise. He's a church league basketball coach who, uh, 40, 40 year old church league basketball coach. Who's trying to, uh, fulfill his dreams and get out of his father's shadow and a set, uh, filmed and set in Georgia. Um, my neck of the woods, and just uh, so many jokes. And I was talking to him the other day, and I paid him this compliment, and I feel it's fairly accurate. It's one of the few shows that the dumbest guy in the room is going to laugh his ass off, but also the smartest person in the room is also going to laugh their ass off. Like yeah. it, It's got a real broad appeal. It's it's super smart, but also super dumb at the same time. And uh, I encourage everybody to check it out and support O'Rory. Uh, <clears> just a damn good show. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, I don't understand TV and and networks and all that. I don't know why they would uh, pay to have a whole season shot and produced and then not air it, but uh, you can find it on YouTube and their app. They're a dying
0: dying person grabbing at anything Mm -hmm. around is what TV networks are right now. (laughs) Exactly. Sinking in quicksand and grabbing branches that slide out.
1: Super funny show. Uh, Bo Bridges plays his father. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is in it. Uh, a gal girl, girl named Mary Holland plays his girlfriend. Uh, she's one of those girls that you've like you'd, you've known her face. She's been in a ton of commercials and showed up in some movies and sitcoms, but she plays like his trashy redneck girlfriend. She's hilarious. And um, Sashir, but,
0: yeah, yeah, Sashir Zamata. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: duh. That's who I was trying to think of. S- uh, Sashir Zamata? I never pronounce her name correctly. I think it's uh, SNL alum, uh, our uh, girlfriend or our good buddy, Kenny DeForest um but she's she's great in it rory's great in it everybody all all the characters are great and uh just a real good show and it's a real quick binge uh being eight episodes and uh hopefully um you know I don't know how any of that works over there, but hopefully if they get enough views or whatever he can make a a second season Cause, uh I personally uh would like to see it just uh from a from a viewer's point of view it's just something that uh not not a lot of great sitcoms. Not a lot of great comedy
0: shows. He says there's a lot think, of them out
1: there, but not not many good ones.
0: I can't but think of the last a, sitcom I watched. I mean, like that's new. A good one. Outside of like maybe uh-huh. an Always Sunny or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, we watched Click the other night.
1: Click with uh, to Adam Sandler. Yeah, Oof. I watched that back in the day. <laughs> I remember it not being too bad. I remember being. Oddly surprised. Uh, You
0: know what? Rachel was sitting there going, it's supposed to be a great story. It was. Uh It's it's dumb as shit.
1: Really? It It doesn't hold up? I I watched it when it came out, whenever that was.
0: Again, I got bad taste in things. But it was like the most. I got, and this is not a slight towards it. It was the most jerk your heart off type of movie Oh, one of those like yeah. Adam Sandler bad jokes. Like, like, I'm ready to be pissed. She, like, she cried at the end because, like, I'll spoil it. I don't give a fuck. He's like, gonna <laughs> die at the end. And then he's like, oh, I paused. I skipped through parts of life that I shouldn't have. And it's all sad because everybody's that he loves is around him while he's dying and he's sorry for shit. Like, the most jerk off emotional, I bet you'll cry now part. <laughs> and right as Rachel was crying at him, like, "Hey, do you remember the part where he paused his life so he could fart in David Hasselhoff's face?" I would not stand. I would not stand for her being emotional at that point. You do oh, not wow. get to be. You could not get to cry at this movie where he paused life to fart in Hasselhoff's face, and then we're going <laughs> li- to forget that that was part of the same thing we're watching. <clears throat> Unacceptable. That's what I said. Unacceptable <laughs> to her. But we've been Uh, trying. Yeah, we've been trying to watch some stuff. I got. I'll. You know what? I'm plugging shit for no reason because it's our show, Dave. And my family uh Zoom that I was supposed to do at five got postponed. Okay. Uh, And I'm drunk, so whatever. Whatever, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Been uh, old video game that I've been playing called. uh, 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 Shit, Uncharted Four. It's basically like your Indiana Jones on an adventure. Very fun game okay. I've been playing. Especially because video games seem to be dominated by multiplayer, online, modern warfare, everybody's shooting at each other shit. This is just a fun story game where you're an adventurer looking for pirate treasure. Very cool game. If somebody yeah. is trying to play video games, and I'm playing it on PlayStation 4. If you're new to video games, you want something that... to. Ease in, much like where I'm at with video games. I'm not good at them. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to play multiplayer. I just want to suck at something by myself, which you could take that as a soundbite and add it (laughs) inappropriately (laughs) somewhere. But I just want to be shitty at a game. It's a fun adventure game. Then, Dave, I want to ask, what's the – say everything's lifted tomorrow. COVID solved. There's a cure. It's the first Mm -hmm. place you go tomorrow.
1: First place I go? Yeah. A restaurant. I miss which, eating out.
0: Which one? Uh, First elbow-to-elbow elbow pro- meal you're going to have.
1: I'd probably go to uh, Parks Barbecue in Koreatown, get some Korean barbecue.
0: Korean barbecue. Okay, surprised. Mm-hmm. that you're going to go Holland Ray's. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I love Holland Ray's, but, I mean, it's an amazing food, but you don't – you don't go there for the full dining experience, you know?
0: Oh, that's a, true. Yeah, you're in line, you get your food, you leave.
1: Yeah, you're in line, you grab it, you go sit on a a picnic table out there in the common area of that uh, yeah. little Chinese mall. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to just go sit down at a, at a Korean barbecue place with the, the grill right there in front of us and 42 different little dishes of the little pickled vegetables and all that shit. Yeah, that'd be a good time. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been, been craving some Korean barbecue. And that's, that's a, something that you can't get. I think you technically can get it, you know, take out, whatever, but that's that's a cuisine that is best experienced in person
0: at the restaurant. Have you tried to do that at home, like cutting the real thin strips of meat and then get your grill I going haven't. nice and hot? Yeah. Because people that don't, I haven't, people that don't know I Korean should. barbecue, you is that the one you're cooking it yourself, right?
1: Well yeah, some of them do it that way, and then some of them uh, at parks uh, in Koreatown, which by the way, has won so many awards. It's like widely known as like one of the best Korean barbecue places in America, but they they do it for you. They cook it right there for you, so they'll okay. bring out the raw meat, explain to you what it is, and then they'll throw it on the grill for you, and come back in two minutes and flip it, and then chop it up and, and serve but it. But pe-
0: yeah, people that don't know is you have a little tiny barbecue grill at your table. Mm-hmm. Each, each table has its own little grill. Which that's what I thought was a bold when I first went to Korean barbecue where you did it yourself. I was like, that is a bold choice, letting a town full of actors cook poultry to a (laughs) consumable temperature. Like your insurance must be ironclad.
1: That's probably why some of the places like parks don't let you do that. I'm sure. Oh, I'm drunk as shit. Somebody gave me
0: a plate of raw chicken. Like it's all yours. I'm like, Mm. I'll die tonight. All right.
1: Yeah. But that place is so good. They got this beef short rib that they marinate like for three days. And they got that. They got this the uh the the seafood pancake. They got this crazy fried rice hot stone dish. So much shit I I can't even pronounce it, but just everything there is just so
0: damn good. I underestimated those savory pancakes, those savory Asian oh, pancakes. I had one, it was just so like good. scallions and, and, and what have you in it. It wasn't mm-hmm. seafood, but man, you forget, sa- pancake can go savory real easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. We got candied jalapenos. I think I might try and toss those in some pancake batter out here.
1: Dude, speaking of jalapenos, you know what I had yesterday? Uh, Katie, Katie doesn't drink, but she loves playing mixologist. She used to be a bartender, so she's still got some of those skills left over. And uh, every now and then, she'll she'll say, hey, let me make you some drinks. And uh, she made me a spicy margarita yesterday with the jalapenos and, oh, the salted Ah. rim and the agave bullshit, whatever. The good ones, it's
0: it's like almost heartburn, but then it's not. You're like, well done.
1: Yeah. Yes. So good. Spicy margarita all day.
0: Shit, man. That might be my next drink. I got shit to do tonight.
1: Yeah, what do you, you got the, uh, oh, the uh, family Zoom got pushed back?
0: Well, family Zoom got bumped, and I thought I was going to, like, have, like, you know, a conversation where you're talking, you're breathing in and out, so you now, now i got to get to a show at 8 p.m. That's in three and a half oh. hours. Oh, Jesus Christ. I <clears throat> guess I'll eat at dinner. <laughs> all right, buddy.
1: Well, all right, buddy. Uh, anything to plug?
0: Yeah, girl? Hey girl we got hey girl going on Friday hey girls Friday night. hey girl Friday right night's today. 5 p.m. Pacific me and Matt Brung are just being buddies
1: where where do we got to go to see this
0: uh, I think well if you go to holdthephone.tv, uh-huh. TV Jake Brown he's uh he's producing he's handling a lot of the stand-up that is streaming right now cool. Uh so you go there I mean I can't tell you which buttons to click to get you there but you go there you I mean you'll figure it out
1: you figure it hold the phone yeah. dot If TV. you're not
0: yeah if you're not smart enough to get there just from a name and a Google search I can't I don't want to help you
1: <laughs> Right on and where are we at with uh, public domain
0: Shit man I think I I got chapter 13 in the pipe right now I got maybe I how might many, want to do one of those right now I got some time to kill How many chapters do you is in that book. I'm only halfway through this thing, dude. It's so, it sucks. It's like, I don't understand why anybody's (laughs) listening. I don't understand why anybody's listening to this. If anything, it's a, it it may, it'll make for a nice audio to go to bed.
1: Mm Hmm. Are you, have you thought about, are you going to do
0: a second one when this is over? Bro, I don't, I got to see how I feel. I've been doing Uh this shit for like three months and I'm halfway through this goddamn book.
1: Should do like Huckleberry Finn.
0: As long as it's in the public domain, as long as I can't get sued oh. for reading it, then I'll do it. I'm like, man, I'll, I'll do the Bible after this. That Bible's big. Ooh. You ever read the Bible, Dave? So no, unfair. I've never read it
1: all the way through. It was shoved oh. down my throat as a child, but uh, I'm I'm fairly. I, I've retained a lot of that info. Really? But, uh, no, I've never just read it from from cover to cover.
0: I feel like I should just as a whole. I'm also I'm reading uh, Catcher in the Rye because I never read it. I'm like, well, there's a time to mm-hmm. like. Get through some classics. I also got The Road by Cormac McCarthy because everybody talks about how what an impactful book about uh, the yeah. apocalypse that is, or the, the end times. So that'll be next after um, after uh, kill. do what did I say? Catcher in the Rye. No, Kill a Mockingbird. Uh-huh. I ring, I ring uh-huh. To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, okay. Okay. I read Catcher in the Rye years ago, and I kind of I hated it.
1: I'm reading, uh, I'm halfway through uh, Our Band Could Be Your Life. Great music book.
0: Is that, a a who it's is that a, like stories from different musicians?
1: Yeah, it's got about, I think, about 13 different bands, oh. and it's, uh, it focuses on the American indie underground from 81 to 91. Who's so in it? Uh, I'm reading the, the Minutemen are in it, yeah. the Replacements um Black Flag, Fugazi I think is in there. Um but yeah, all those type of bands. Those uh those 80s underground bands. And I'm reading the Minutemen right now. Are you reading it on your
0: big? Are you reading on your big uh lawn chair out front?
1: Mhm. Yep. That's around there
0: doing. on the on the porch. Morning cup of coffee, sit out on the sit on the on the on the balcony, read a book.
1: Yeah. It's it's relaxing, man. I enjoy it. I I, I'm such a fucking idiot when I when I do read I'm like why don't I do this more often? I enjoy reading, but uh
0: because you got other stuff to do in way. the day, so it's hard to focus on a book. Let's say I always feel like I'm like oh I read a book during the day. What am I depressed? I should be watching TV. <laughs> like if you watch TV you don't feel like a loser, but if you read a book you're like there's so many other things I could be doing. I'm trying to reprogram yeah. my mind and being like no, reading is enjoyment, not a chore. So many people yeah. look at reading as like a task instead of A thing that brings you pleasure. At least, I would think between me and you, we view it that way. Mm -hmm. So why should we? Let's read books. We have fun. Oh, boy. Right on, buddy. Uh, We covered the gamut of everything that's nothing that this podcast is about. Exactly. You know there's UFOs on the moon. Fuck that, man. You ever put mustard on (laughs) corn? All right. (laughs)
1: Oh boy! Uh, I'll plug uh, my other podcast real quick, the Stonebergs. Every Monday, we dropped one today, uh, or you know, as you're listening to this yesterday. Um, but yeah, that's that's going well. Having a lot of fun. People calling in, asking us all kind of stupid questions, and uh, we didn't answer any questions this week because we got uh, uh, my diplomatic description of this episode is Katie reflects on the joys of sisterhood. And I'll let you figure out what uh, oh, okay we're so, riffing about uh, okay. on that one. Yeah. Yeah, our old friend uh, <clears throat> Barbara. So uh,
0: yeah, more in, more incidents have, with Barbara.
1: Happening? Yeah, just uh, kind of a kind of a comprehensive. Uh, How's Barbara holding
0: up? How's Barbara holding up with. through all this? She uh, she
1: just checked herself into rehab, so I'm not going to mock that as much
0: that's, as, no, as much
1: disdain as I have for. Uh, yeah, more power to you. Uh, good luck. Maybe,
0: maybe old uh, step seven that most of us only learned about through Seinfeld is coming for y'all. <laughs> yeah.
1: What, the amends? Yeah, is that step seven?
0: Yeah. It's the only time I learned yeah. about like, oh, that's a part of the thing. Mm-hmm. But think about uh, how yeah, progressive Seinfeld words. was that mm-hmm. they were making fun of one of the steps of rehab.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that show they, they they covered so much interesting ground for their time. I mean the fact that they had a whole episode about masturbation and they never even said the word. You know, just the way they danced around things. It was was The whole episode about, uh, there was one episode about how Elaine's boyfriend wouldn't go down on her. I mean, this is Thursday night primetime NBC stuff. But but they were so clever with it.
0: Do you understand that we're 43 and there's Mm -hmm. someone who's 23 who looks at Seinfeld the same way we look at MASH?
1: I was just about to say MASH. That was my example
0: of sitcoms before my time. As soon as I heard the MASH theme song played, I knew for myself that I was up too late and it was time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. It's a, I'm like, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's, there's tr- like that was an indicator that was more, that was better than like the emergency, emergency test broadcast to let me know there's nothing left on television <laughs> is when the MASH theme song played. And you know there's people in their twenties that don't think Seinfeld's funny, and we cannot Mm -hmm. be mad at them for that.
1: No, yeah, I get it. I I see how it could be a generational thing.
0: All our heroes, our our heroes, are dying weekly, and the things we like are old and not understood by people half our age. And that's the sooner you get, the sooner you realize that. The sooner it's you can like. Not gets you won't be the old man of like well when I was your as I just ranted about how the '90s were fucking great. Add Seinfeld to why, but don't 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 dis don't discredit somebody in their 20s going hey this thing's really funny and you should like it. And uh, we got hung up. We got disconnected. You can still hear me, Dave. I'm calling you because you will edit this later. Not speaker, there it is sorry about that, buddy. There it is. I made sure I knew that I, I was still being recorded, so I kept talking. I kept being yep. entertaining through the whole thing, but yeah, so that anyway, I'm sorry, I kept cutting you off to prop to pros proselytize about how oh, we cannot true. discredit the youth
1: that's true I what? keep I've been laughing all week at my one of my favorite Seinfeld quotes was from Jerry stiller when he's just sitting at a restaurant with George and his wife, and just apropos of nothing, and George is bored out of his mind, and apropos of nothing, he goes, would you believe when I was 18 years old I had a silver dollar collection? <laughs> and George is just like, oh, God. And then he does like a coin trick, like the, the disappearing coin behind his ear or whatever, and a silver dollar collection. <laughs> it's fascinating, Dan. God, he was so funny.
0: If you want to see a weird take where him and Ben Stiller just play enemies, Mm -hmm. and for some reason the movie that I liked of the John Cusack 80s collection Mm -hmm. that wasn't silly was a movie called Hot Pursuit.
1: I haven't seen that. Jerry Stiller Yeah, you have mentioned that before. Big man yeah, Jerry. I, very,
0: very few people know that movie. It's an adventure movie. It's got a it's got, you know, Cusack trying to be the you know, he was the eighties star and he was funny and stuff, and this was like an adventure tale. It's got it's got you've got uh John Cusack, college student chasing his gal while she goes on a Caribbean vacation. You've got Keith David as the Caribbean tour guide. You've got Ben and Jerry Stiller as the villains of it. Not campy, just villains. Mm -hmm. We got free time. Check it out. Hot Pursuit. 88, maybe? Okay. Yeah, I I will check that out. Piss away two hours on a Kyle Kinane suggestion.
1: Sounds good. The Canaan right, Criterion buddy. Collection. You will regret it. <laughs> All right, man. You go uh, do your adorable family Zoom. Tell uh, Pat and I Deb and Teague and I said hello.
0: Oh, P and D. All
1: and, right, buddy. Uh, well, try to, try to keep your spirits up.
0: How far in The Sopranos are you?
1: Oh, boy. We've been mowing through it. Uh, I'm at the beginning of season six. I'm uh,
0: god damn, it's right been ween- like five days.
1: No, it hadn't been that long. We've been, we've been at it for a couple of weeks now. Oh,
0: so I thought you were just
1: starting it last Wednesday. No, 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 we didn't just start it last uh, Wednesday. So we've been at it uh, probably two weeks. We've mowed through. I'm five like, five this full bitch
0: watching a season a day, move your legs <laughs> no, a little, man. You're gonna act. No, I watch well, because I'm trying
1: to, I'm trying to watch it with Katie. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, our even though we don't leave the house, it's still our schedules. Don't link up to where Mm -hmm. we can watch, you know, seven eight episodes a day. So I'm probably Mm -hmm. knocking out two or three episodes a day at night. That's a hearty pace, uh, mowing through it. That's a hardy pace. uh, Oh, it's so 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 much fun, and I just I always crave Italian food this time of year when I watch Sopranos. So that's why I made that baked ziti last week. You uh, change
0: it up? Uh, You go moving outside of pasta for other type of Italian food?
1: Um. Baked seed is the only thing I've really made. Oh, I made a I made a uh, Cacao de pepe last week.
0: Oh, uh, th- cacio de fun. pepe, yes. yeah, cacio.
1: Yeah, I can never pronounce it. Uh, but I made that um, two C's together. A generally,
0: a C, gen, gen, generally a ch. Let me tell you okay, how yeah. to pronounce things when I can't get generally out of my mouth.
1: <laughs> but life. no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't veered outside of the traditional red sauce stuff. But. Uh, Maybe I'll get fancy and do something something weird. I don't know.
0: Fish dish. Maybe a nice southern Italian item or mm-hmm. northern. I don't know where food's from. <laughs> they do a lot with seafood. Anchovies, yeah. even.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put, uh, I put a little anchovies in my uh, marinara sauce for the baked ziti. Give it oh, a little nice. depth of flavor. Oh, boy. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Well I'm getting hungry. I'm gonna go All get right, another salami sandwich. I'll
0: cut you loose. I'm yam, I'm yammering here.
1: Um yeah, yeah. Anybody needs a cookbook, holler at me. Still selling those cookbooks, so you should, have a, a you should
0: have a Sopranos themed cookbook. For I've each, thought about doing like each season you have a dish. Oh. Oh
1: yeah, something that they feature in. A, by the way, there's somebody edited together a whole YouTube thing. I think it's like an hour or two, but it's all the food scenes from the entire series of Sopranos. So it's like two hours, and it's all out of context. Like it doesn't make sense, but it's just all these scenes of them eating and talking about Italian food. Oh, Dude, I've, I've seen that a couple times.
0: We were watching Ninety Day Fiance last night, and I want to do an interview series with the people that have to make the food for reality shows. Cause they never eat the food. Huh? Like every time we watch the bachelor, there's like this nice meal in front of them. They never eat. And I'm like, somebody's backstage still making sure the food looks good. Yeah. And then the food never gets touched. And it frustrates me. I'm like, you're getting dumped. At least have yeah. some steak. <laughs> you're having the worst <laughs> night of your life. Have some mashed potatoes. Oh man, he doesn't care about you anymore. Burst the seams on that dress. You've been torturing yourself, honey. Have some fried <laughs> zucchini already. Oh boy. All right. Who, who am I? Fucking Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Can you hear you the? Can you hear people? the hand? Can you hear the hand gestures I'm making over oh, here? Oh my god. Arlington Heights zone. Oh, man. So where the guitar right, center is, it go to. Anyway, I'm good. To, you can hang up. I'm going to keep going for another hour and a half. I'm full of bullshit today, Dave.
1: <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you next week. All right. The
0: Boogie Monster.